Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. And this is the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. This podcast is all about taking action and creating that badass business abundance and life that you want. Where we share stories, laughs, wins, and epic fails to show you the whole picture of the entrepreneurial journey. It's not just unicorns and rainbows, people. Jump on and follow us through this raw and witty roller coaster where we get down and dirty and go behind the scenes of life and entrepreneurship. Get on it, get over it, and get after it. Hey, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. Welcome to the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. Today, we are talking about something that is not everybody's favorite topic when it comes to sales. However, Lynn and I love it and use it in every facet of our business all the time. I think since the beginning of time uh, and it varies degrees. So we are talking today about sales scripts. Woohoo! Yes. Sales scripts. You know, it is, it's an interesting topic to talk about. And I'll be, I'd love to hear your comments, by the way. So Amanda and I, we love comments, but put your comments in the, in the comment section or send us a DM if you're not on a platform that allows you to make comments, because Really, with scripts, it's so controversial, right? There are people who like completely hate it, like don't understand it, feel that they're going to sound a certain way. And then there are people like us who understand the benefit of it. And I mean, you definitely have some kind of wide range of feeling around scripts. I know my love for scripts was actually birthed out of being a telemarketer and like having that script and like having the the backbone and the understanding of like the rinse repeat effect. Um, because you can change it in your personality, even in telemarketing and your voice and different things like that. And I know we'll get into tips, but I think that that's where mine was birthed out of. How about you? I actually first hated sales scripts through telemarketing. And it was because I had such a, even though I was trying to like make money and I, I readily admit this was a, a block that I had when I was starting sales is that I didn't want to be that salesperson. We all know what we're talking about, who like calls at 501 the second somebody comes home from work, you know, interrupts dinner to like sell you a weight loss pill or whatever they're trying to sell you. So I am aware of that connotation of like telemarketing sales. And when I first got into that style of work, I really pushed back and resisted the script for like, way longer than I needed to, because I, I knew that it was my job to say the script. And I was like, I'm not going to say, I'm going to be the one person who gets all the sales without using the script. And I thought that was going to be me. That is not what happened. I eventually caved and understood that the script is not your enemy. Being inauthentic is your enemy. I mean, and as long as you believe in the product and have product conviction, that is what's important, not necessarily what the script says. And so following a script eventually became this easy way to really have this bullet pointed out design of what I was supposed to cover to benefit them, not necessarily just so I could hit my numbers, which yes, I also did that. However, it was so that I could remember in the moment, some bullet points to discuss things to bring up when to bring them up. And it really did push my sales game way further. Once I embraced the purpose and like what the real reason and then the design behind sales scripts is, I mean, it, it's not just be a robot, read the script and then take everybody's money. That isn't what a sales script is. Just, it's not, let's get not rid of that. 
Yeah, yeah, not at all. So if that's a myth that you have or a belief that you have, please get rid of that. And we're going to talk about that in a second of like really what it is. And actually listening to you speak, I take back what I said when I felt when I first fell in love with because the telemarketing came later. It was actually Cutco Cutlery because even when they were teaching us like the presentation of um the the knives and stuff technically it was kind of a script it was a process and and i think that that's what really made me fall in love and it's funny it's funny listening to you. of course you didn't want to follow the herd you were not <laughs> you were not that person to uh to like yeah be put in a box it, that cracks me up what okay so let's talk about some myths first and then let's talk about like what what is the other side of that. So one of the myths we know is that people feel like, you know, it's gonna, it's more controlling. It's more, um, you sound like a robot. It's, um, what's, what would be another myth about? That it's disingenuous that you're, that you don't believe what you're saying, that you have no connection to that script and no, you don't care about the outcome of the script unless it leads in dollar signs. Yeah, absolutely. I also believe one myth um, that we can go over too is like they think that it's designed just to just to sell. Um, and that's not absolutely true either. Um, so let's kind of break those down. First of all, and Amanda touched on this, the whole disingenuous and um, that kind of feeling of like uh, it just not being you and like kind of being just this like, you know, sleazy salesperson in the background and that's not true scripts are especially for companies that are have put in the work right so companies that do this all the time that use scripts they have a proven script that will give you the actual fundamentals to be able to be able to deliver and it's more in the the disingenuine like feeling in my opinion or how you can counter that is is because it should still feel like you even though you're using somebody else's words there's lots typically in those big companies or in those companies and even for you for all the solopreneurs listening like once you find a script that works it gives you it's not just for the clients actually for you too to give you the support and kind of that that anchor and that that structure and that um rinse and repeat so that way you don't have to think so hard and you can actually focus on the most meaningful parts it gives you the ability to have the freedom of yourself and your personality within it same with like those boiler room type of like companies with those scripts you still can and this is actually if you look at you watch movies all the time and you see these like quota base which both amanda and i were quota base in different parts of our sales careers and <clears throat> with the scripts you see these people like going through smiling and dialing doing all this and the people who typically make the most sales are two two reasons one they are truly smiling and dialing they're picking up that phone hanging it up dialing it again like they're going because it is a numbers game in some aspects but they also make it them they make it themselves like they are bringing charisma they're building that quick rapport they're like having those conversations now i'm not saying all of them are doing it properly because some back in the the 90s they were definitely old school not very not very truthful however you can do that and still be truthful. Yes. 
And I, I always think of this, well, I don't always, but recently I've been on this like rerun kick of the show, The Office, which I I love that show. I just have it in the background sometimes when I'm working late at night, need something to keep me awake. And there's an episode where Michael Scott, the main salesman on this show, takes a side job doing telemarketing and he has to read the script and he gets off script the entire time. I mean, it's clearly meant to be like a super sleazy, underhanded, like not a place you'd want to work. And there's this salesman, he's known to be a great salesman and can't follow the script, can't do it right. But you see, even in that example, the guy sitting next to him, who's a perfectly nice guy, does read the script, continually hits his numbers every day. And it's not that he's not doing the job. It's just that Michael's completely going off script, getting on these tangents and never actually making the pitch and never actually selling. Because that happens so easily, you start talking when you're talking about us in a sales call, for instance, it's so easy to get off topic, which is why sales scripts are so good, because it can get you back on topic and back into that frame of mind, because it is easy to go off on a tangent and be like, oh, yeah, tell me more about your son's you know, graduation and your cat or whatever. And it gets you off point. So that's one of the reasons why I really like sales scripts is that a lot of times there's so much passion behind what I'm selling or who I'm talking to that it's easy to get off script. It's easy to get so far away that you don't even remember what you made the call for. So scripts are, are so important, even if it's a small, like bullet pointed, not like a word for word scenario, but just a bullet point of what you want to say in general. So you can come back to it. I mean, it's like any speech that you might have, any email marketing that you might have. I mean, it's not just a sales call in the traditional sense, like I'm going to pick up smile and dial and sell somebody directly like a complete stranger. A lot of times it's, you know, what I send as part of an email sequence or how I reach out to someone after a networking event or how I respond from a customer service standpoint or reaching out to this, that, and the other. So sales script is more, has much more involved to it than simply this like cold calling ideal. Like it's not, always cold calling. No, absolutely. And, and it isn't cold calling. Sales script is a completely independent part. And I love that you brought that up because I think that that's automatically where somebody's mind goes to when they think of script as well as that it's this like cold calling kind of mechanism. No, sales scripts can be used exactly what you said all throughout your sales process. And one thing that I was thinking when you were talking is, you know, if the if the phrase sales script bothers you so much, think of it as a sales conversation template. Think of it as a template versus a script. Because, and Amanda and I, it is part of our behavioral style. We think in bullet points, we speak in bullet points. So having a script in a bullet point format for me really works. I, I don't want a lot of words. Sometimes I only need one word. So I know what that next point is. And once you actually have that scripted out in your sales scripts, your sales conversations, the more you practice, the more just kind of free flows, you're going through them. And, and, I, and I do want to back up when I'm working with clients and I'm sure Amanda's experienced this too. Like, you know, people are like, Oh, we don't have a sales process. Well, you do. You just don't know it. Oh, we don't have sales scripts. Well, you probably do, but you just don't know it. So you have some of the basics typically of the points that you want to cover. And if, if this helps, if you have a good memory, the best way to kind of like review this is look at the successful 
conversions that you've had. So from prospect to customer and just try to remember like all the points, you know, what went well, like what was the conversation? If you think of the sales, the sales conversation that you had, what are those points that are common links? And if you can do 10, like that gives you like the most common links between with the, the conversations. Um, and this will help you start to develop your own personalized sales script or sales template, conversation template, without feeling like you're starting from scratch because you're already doing some of the stuff. The reason why the script is beautiful is because everything that Amanda said, but also it's a rinse and repeat. And this gives you the ability to sink into your comfortability in having that sales conversation. Cause most people that is, it's not like further down the line until they have to ask for the sale. It's the start and the, the ask is usually the two most sticky points in someone's sales process. And so that sales script will really give you, can give you the confidence because it is like, it's something that's familiar to you. So the more you practice that, the more that you're going to be able to kind of flow through that naturally, which again, like to Amanda's point earlier, will help you allow, will allow you and help you to be able to add in your own personality, that, that transparency, the authenticity, um, and you build upon that. You really make that yours. But this is, this is a point because a lot of times too, you know, people are saying, oh, they're not going all the way to close or I'm signing the wrong people, or this is my favorite. This client is now asking for X, Y, Z, but our agreement was Y. And so a lot of that time, or a lot of times that's in the sales process. We, as soon as they start making contact with us, we're training them how to treat us and vice versa. Um, and so the sales script is just as much for the client as it is for you and vice versa. Um, yeah. And to touch on one of the points that you said earlier about the rinse and repeat, Another brilliant thing about sales scripts is this is such a great way to train your people. Oh, absolutely. For my solopreneurs out there, I know right now you might be thinking it's just me. That's I, I you, you want to control everything in your business, but creating these scripts now while you have the passion and 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 that knowledge can really help trickle down once you do have the ability to then hire somebody. You can hand off those scripts because it's already pre-done. You already have it all mapped out for them and then they'll just insert their own little personality and and style into them as well but the bullet points are there already so you're really setting yourself up to delegate these tasks in the future particularly let's say you know eventually most businesses you want to get to the point where you have a sales manager or where somebody's job is to take over sales for you you, you are the owner like you, your job shouldn't be i mean your job is sales as well and you have a lot of other things to do too. So ideally you want to be outsourcing some of that work and if not completely outsourcing it, at least getting some help. And that is something that a sales script can really help you do. It can help you to delegate that in the future in a much more seamless way and convey the important parts of, of what your business does in a format that everybody can understand and that you can have, you know, written out a little binder that I'm, I'm training manual for your people. So those sales scripts can really translate into things like a training manual that you can pass down and then give to somebody and then have hire somebody. And then that person then hires other people below them so that you know are, are no longer training. You've hired somebody to train and you gave them 
that information in the form of a sales script. Absolutely. Um, Another thing too, and I love that actually, uh, having, I'll never forget the first time I hired a sales rep for my alarm company because I was the owner and the salesperson and I loved it. But then I saw, I actually started, like I needed to be really being the, the, the owner of the company and no longer the salesperson. I was losing that that excitement because I was being pulled in many directions. And so hiring that person and walking through my sales process, I mean, he definitely changed some of it and made some of it his own, And but he did really well. And having those points written out and having my own process like mapped out really did help him actually have success quicker as well. And it helped with, um, it kept my reputation at a high level. Like we worked very hard to build our reputation. This was in Hawaii. Um, so big Island, small community. (laughs) And so, you know, I mean, it definitely matters in big cities as well, but that is a beautiful thing that you just said. And another thing I want to add is like, it's not just about the script is like all throughout. Uh, Amanda mentioned about networking as well. So think of, again, think of them as little templates, even bullet pointed templates um, for each of these different places, like your initial sales conversation, maybe if you have a second sales conversation, your follow-up conversation. And by the way, this is like, this is something Amanda and I talk about a lot too, is like in the emails of the, like any written communication that you might have in your sales process or outside of it, have that templated, like the networking event. If you are following up with everybody via email, you should have an email template already saved in your documents. So, and because that's part of your sales. And when you actually map everything out and have all of your sales scripts and you can look at them all at a whole, at least this is what we would suggest. Once you have it mapped out, then you can look at it and make sure the language, everything is like cohesive because that's another thing that we find is like, it's, it's kind of hodgepodge and it doesn't flow. So when you have those like start, stop, start, stop, or the, the lack of cohesiveness and like, even like the language that you're using in your scripts, in your process, like in your emails and different things like that, it prevents the, the, the potential prospect from purchasing easier than if everything was cohesive and mapped out properly. And it, it doesn't have to take long. Like this could actually be, you could go through in probably two hours and just kind of like map it out loosely and look at it all and then kind of fill in the blanks. Start with what you know and then fill in the blanks as you go. But that's another thing that we would strongly suggest is like once you once you have those basics, kind of lay them all out. I'm pointing to my floor because my floor is a big space, but if you have a big table, like print it all off, lay it all out and just check the language and the cohesiveness between all of those, because that's only going to help your sales process. And I reflect back to like Cutco Cutlery and like what they taught us and even like the language they taught us to use. And this was really my first introduction into sales and you know, writing, writing our last book and doing these podcasts on sales and these master courses and things like that. Like it's been, it's been seated in my mind a lot. So I've been reviewing it and it's just beautiful how they did that, how they wove everything together. And when you actually followed it, your conversions were easier and higher. You hit quota different, even back in the day with my, my cell phones and and the two-way pagers, which I used to love my little blue two-way pager, um, Motorola two-way pagers. Um, Everything was scripted out. When you followed the scripts, 
you actually were able to have a higher conversion, whatever that is, either setting appointments or making the sales. And it doesn't mean that the sales scripts are impersonal. Just because it's a template doesn't mean you don't personalize it for each thing. So like, for example, if it's like a networking event or a customer service email, you might have your template that is your go-to, but you're obviously, well, I would hope it's obviously going to insert personal information that makes it unique to that individual situation. And so that's why a script shines so much, particularly from an efficiency standpoint, is you're going to, in your business, you're going to say the same stuff all the time. You, if you haven't memorized your little elevator pitch by now, I don't know what's happening. If you've been in your business for any length of time at all, you're going to find yourself saying the same things over and over. I do this. I help with that. I blah, 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 blah. My business does. You have those things, you have those scripts and you are going to tailor them automatically, I would assume in the situation. So if you are, if you sell scuba gear and chicken feed, you're probably only going to talk to about the chicken feed at the farm convention. And you'll talk about the scuba gear at the underwater convention. Like you're, you're going to tailor it automatically and weed out the things that are unnecessary as you go. But the point is to have that template in your head and to have that script in your head. And some scripts will come naturally, like your elevator pitch. You just, you're going to know the 10 seconds that you describe your business in one hit, but there are a lot of occasions that you're going to need to dive a little bit deeper. And it's so wonderful to have it already written out, to have an idea of where, what it's already going to be said so that you're not constantly reinventing the wheel and trying to figure out what to say. It's like rewriting your bio every time somebody asks you for it. Like, no, you just have your bio written somewhere and you can tweak it for the situation, but you shouldn't have to rewrite it every single time someone asks for it. And that's what sales scripts are. It's People are going to ask the same questions over and over in your business. Why wouldn't you already have the answers that you can give them? And it's faster. Faster is good. 100%. You know, this whole time I'm thinking of, I watched this, I don't know. I think it was David Letterman. It was on Netflix and they were doing, um, he does interview, he interviews famous people. And it was the one about Obama with Obama. And <clears throat> he asked Obama, like how many color suits that he had. And there were very little and like, you know, it was more in the ties and the socks that he had like accentuation. And then he asked about his underwear drawer and he says, how many colors of underwear? And I, I want to say he said like one color. And the funny thing is, I, I know this is kind of like off, but it, I've heard this kind of um, explanation a couple of times throughout different things. So just the Obama one is the most recent. It's like when you, it's kind of like having a school uniform, you take the, you, you gain that energy back that you don't have to think about what to wear. You don't have to like, you know, and actually a lot of really famous, very wealthy people have like a very, like they're might have all the same pairs of underwear in the same brand or whatever, like, because they don't, they don't want to put effort into that thinking. They don't want to put like, that's energy that they can keep. Guess what? That's what scripting is about too. Like you don't have to put the energy there because you have that baseline already and it's there. And really recently, like even just this week, um, we were reaching out to potential guests for a master series that we have coming up in the fall. And I literally copy pasted the base of the email and then personalized the first couple of sentences per person. But the base was 
a template, copy paste. And mm -hmm. it saved me so much time and energy. It was incredible. And you know what, even if they did know that I was sending the same email to everybody, I'm asking the same question anyway, but I'm still personalizing. And then my communication after that would be more personalized, right? Because I'm, I'm actually responding to their questions, but save yourself time, save yourself headache, bullet point out or write out your scripts, however it is for you. And know that you can customize it through the way that you speak, the way, you know, the, the way you're building rapport right away, which we'll do a, we will do it another podcast on building rapport and like simple ways to build rapport in your sales process, because I think that would be a great one. Yeah. And just put the energy more into like taking the prospect on a journey versus trying to sell them. And to me, that script gives you the ability to do that. I know that might sound counterintuitive, but it does. Yes. And I know that when you say to make scripts, it's like one more thing you have to do as business owner. And I know that a lot of times I feel like I listen back to our podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, there's one more thing they have to do. And <laughs> business ownership. We're action oriented. <laughs> yes. Business ownership is a lot in, in general. And this is all about setting up systems now, which may take a little bit longer and will save you so much time if so you just time. do them the first time right. That's what this is right here. So yes, it takes a few extra seconds to write the sales script and then like save it to another document and then have it listed somewhere and just ideally know where that document folder is. That does take a little bit of time, but it doesn't take much time in comparison to rewriting all of your content over and over and over again. I think there's so much content that as business owners, we have to worry about these days. Let's not have this be one of those things. Absolutely. Email templates, sales scripts, conversations for networking, things that you can automate or regulate or systemize, do it now. Even, I mean, the best time to do it was before you even started really like yesterday was the best time to do it, but now is a good time too. So our action items today were be to at least get one sales script written, stored away. I don't care if it's for an email template. I don't care if it's for a cold call. I don't care what sales script it is, but my, my, my action item for you guys this week is to do at least one sales script, write it down, craft it out, make it yours and then save it in a place that you will remember to find it. And then use it when you have the opportunity. Use and it. The only thing I'll add to that to not give you more homework is progress over perfection. Starting somewhere <clears throat> with what you have right now, because you can always add to it in process. So progress over perfection. Just start off small. And if you have a VA, help have your VA, or if you have a team member, like sit down and bring, this is really, it's a lot of fun and typically easier with another person because they can like see outside of like what you, what you normally think of what you're doing. They can see the other side of it. So, but just remember progress over perfection. I think that goes with everything. However, hopefully yes. we inspired you a little bit today on sales scripts or sales conversation templates, however you want to say it. And uh, we can't wait to hear all about it. If you like this podcast, or you, please make sure you like and subscribe. And if you really think someone in your network can use this, go ahead and forward and share this podcast with them. And as if you needed one more action item, please leave us, in the, leave us a comment about 
what you're working on right now, what you need help with, what your thoughts are on sales scripts, what sales scripts you use or hate or love. We'd love to have that information. We love your feedback. We love talking to you. That's why we do what we do. Absolutely. So till next time, get after it. All right, everyone. It's not enough to just listen. Now you've got to put it into action. We are so excited to see what you do next. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. And to find out more about what we're doing, visit us at thepursuitabadassery.com.